We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can Am I the asshat part two? Just a second here. Welcome, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071, Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, Ross Brendel. Good morning. Good Thank morning. you for letting me be here. Thanks for hanging with us this week. So Jason fun. and Kenny both off this week. Uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun and lots of great responses to the last MIBS hat. This next one might be a little bit more difficult. If you have something to say, 651-641-1071. Let's get right to it. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Am I the asshat for wanting my wife to put her mom in a nursing home? Well, Ooh. Ooh, this is a tough one. It is. Let's hear the Here details. Yes, my wife and I are childhood sweethearts. We've been together since we were 13. We're now both 32. I didn't have a great relationship with my parents when we first met, so I became extremely close with her parents and her entire family in general. My parents were very young, and my wife's were the opposite. So they had my wife in their early 50s, and she also has three older brothers. My wife's dad passed away eight years ago. Around three months later, my wife began to notice changes in her mom. My wife has a nursing degree and was a nurse for a few years, but decided to leave the profession as it wasn't very sustainable. After a lot of tests, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, which turned into a further diagnosis of Alzheimer's a year later. My wife became pregnant within this year, and we have a son. After a lot of discussion within the family, I've decided that my wife and I would move in with my mother-in-law. She has a fairly large house with an annex so my wife could take care of her. The faster she progressed, the more care we got for her. She had a nurse that stayed with her during the day, and my wife cared for her during the night. My wife then also got a job and worked four nights a week, and so she barely sleeps on top of taking care of her mom. My mother-in-law's conditions have become significantly worse over the last six months or so. My wife's mental health has deteriorated as she's watched her mom deteriorate. She doesn't sleep. And she's been close to termination several times at work. Our son is scared of his grandma. And I don't feel as though my wife can adequately care for her mom anymore. I've always tried to stay out of the conversation when it comes to her care. It's between her and her brothers. But during the last conversation, I just couldn't stay quiet. I told them all that they should consider putting her in a specialized nursing home to relieve my wife of the burden. 
My wife stayed quiet during this conversation until her brothers left, but she was furious. When they left, she was insult said that she was insulted, that I had called my mom her mom a burden, and said that if I felt that way, I should have mentioned it before her brothers arrived instead of blindsiding her with it. I said I physically cannot watch this anymore, and although I didn't mean har- harm, I meant what I said. She called me an asshat for not supporting her, which I also found insulting because I uprooted my entire life for her. We've barely spoken, and her brothers haven't spoken to me either. Am I the asshat? Wow. 651-641-1071. I think this is a scenario where right away everybody has to realize there are a lot of emotions involved. From yes. all over, all different sides, and everybody's going to see it differently. Yes. I may not 100% agree with the blindsiding, mm-hmm. quote unquote, but I do think the person asking the question, whether their answer is right or wrong or what they want to do is right or wrong, I think they're coming from a good place. Yes, his intentions the, are Yes, good. the intentions are good. And... I think it's a really tough thing to put on one family member when one family member is, I'm not saying the brothers aren't doing anything. That's not what I'm saying, but they're not there day to day. They're not there every day to see it. And I try and look at this and say, if I was this unit and the son, and I feel bad that the son is scared of his grandma. Yeah. I think you have to look at it as in this case, what would, What would her mom want for the family? And if she can decide what her mom would want for the family, I think that's I think that's the answer. Mm. So I don't necessarily think that he's the asshat. I can understand why she's upset. Yeah. But I think because the intentions are good and the intentions are pure, I don't see it that way. Yeah. So not the asshat. Not the asshat. But Don, very tough. I can see why, Don, or you would say he is. Well, Don, you have a unique perspective, too, on this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my what? my dad had Alzheimer's, also my grandma. Yeah. Um, so I think that he had every right to say that. If his wife is taking care of the mother-in-law and she's almost lost her job several times, the kid is uh, afraid of the grandma he also lives in the household, and he has a right to say things. Also, how much work are the brothers putting into it? Ding, ding, this, ding. Is, uh, this is not fair to her, and even though she can't see past that right now, sometimes it takes somebody to say something like that, and I don't, I don't feel like it's inappropriate that he said it in front of the brothers. They need to hear it. So I don't think that he can't. We don't know. It sounds like he didn't come across rude. He just mentioned, hey, would you consider this? And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. you, it doesn't mean you don't love them, you know. Correct. It really right. doesn't. Well, and especially since he's been part of the family since they, they were like 13. Exactly. So, yeah. Of course, he has the best intentions. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Yeah. Who should we talk to first, Don? Oh, we're going to talk to Jonathan because he did not get in on the ah, last call. Jonathan! Hi, hi, Jonathan. What do you think? Well, I think, unfortunately, with the uh, good afternoon, good morning, hello. Um, I think it's very sad with family members when you have to put somebody into a nursing home that they can't take care of themselves. 
Unfortunately, I think the wife is the asshat because she's not listening to her husband, and I feel bad for the kid and everybody involved, and they just need to figure out a, a happy medium for all parties involved. And, Ross, you're doing a fantastic no. job, and I never say this about a fill-in, but you're doing great. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> thank right. you. Thanks, Jonathan. That, that made my day. Oh. Thank you. And Thanks, Jonathan. Stay safe out there, you know. Thanks, Bye. Jonathan. Avoid the humidity, everybody. Yes. yes. Okay, let's go to Marsha. Okay. Hi, Marsha. Is uh, he the asshat? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Um, No. I agree with all of you, and I speak from experience in a couple different ways. It is a very difficult decision. My mother had Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and I work in long-term care. Mm-hmm. So I see it from both angles every day. Um, I think choosing or deciding long-term care is a difficult decision, but it is sometimes necessary because what it took me two years to learn this, but you cannot take care of others unless you take care of yourself. Yeah. She mm. is working herself to the bone. Excuse me. She's working herself to the bone. He is sympathizing and empathizing, but can do just so much because she's kind of running the show. And, yeah, the brothers need to be involved. Yeah. Right. That's right. Ooh. Well, thank you for your perspective, yeah. Marsha. That's a great true. call. Thank you. You're so right. you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Thank and you. And so she like, can take care of her family. Yes. They true. tell you to put your own mask on on an airplane ding, first ding, ding. and then help the other person. That's so true. Do we have another caller? Yes, or? we do. Okay. Uh, we have Megan. Hi, Megan. What do you think about this? Is he the asshat? Hi, I'm sorry for calling back. It's okay. Um, not, oh, not the asshat. The delivery was, you know, telling telling her kind of blindsiding is, is the issue. My father um, had early onset Alzheimer's disease. So he got sick in his late 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, and he deteriorated pretty quickly. I was the sole caregiver. And in my, my um, the last year of his life, I had gotten married, had a baby, and graduated from law school. And the stress of taking care of him was exhausting. It literally almost cost me my life. Yes. And it's, there is nothing wrong with saying that you have reached a point that you, where you can't, you can't do it on your own. And to put the, your parent into a long-term care facility is not selfish. It's not bad. That, that means that you love your, your father enough or mother enough to put them into a facility where they can be watched 24 seven, where they're not, you know, they're, they're not, um, they're safe. Mm-hmm. They're taken care of. And it's not, you know, taking you, taking everything away from you, taking all of your spoons away. She can't be the best mom to her son. She can't be, she can't even be the best daughter because yeah. he's so, exhausted and she doesn't recognize it her spouse does and it came from a compassionate place i do not think he's the asset for suggesting it i do think the blind side might have made him a a teeny tiny bit of an asset but the intentions were good and i know firsthand what it's like um and and it's exhausting and you've got like the previous caller said you've got to put the oxygen mask on yourself or excuse me, on your, uh, you know, on, on yourself, yeah. Yeah, first, um, yeah. Because you can't be, you're no good to anybody 
um, if you can't set boundaries and take care of yourself. So thank you, right. Megan. Oh, thank thank you. you, Megan. Oh, I appreciate you calling in. Aren't my talkers the best? Yeah, that's that's awesome uh, stuff. Really great perspective. All around from everybody there. Right. Well, Roseanne, she couldn't call in, but she emailed us, and she has the complete opposite thoughts on this. She says that he is the asshat. She says Mm. it's not his place to make this decision. It's her and her family's. But isn't he essentially part of the family? Aren't you one when you make that decision to be be a couple? You're one. Right. And you're living in the same house, so it affects you. You're taking care of the kid full time, probably. Yep. I think the blindsiding thing, too, which is the part that I maybe had the really the only thing that I had a problem with. Yeah. But also at that, I think she was probably, his wife was probably going to be a little upset no matter how he brought it up. That's true. Right? I think the, guy, the the brothers need to hear it. So yes. I'm all for the blindside. And she Let's might, just talk it out. <laughs> it's so true. She might have convinced him to not say it. And the brothers need to hear that. Absolutely. They need to hear it. Yeah. Uh, but Roseanne also says that she, she says that he needs to stay out of it. It's a very difficult decision for the family. It can be only made by the immediate family. Now, she also said that she had a sister-in-law who tried to get involved with her mom, and it was no bueno, she said. So, you know, there's other different experiences there, too. So... Ooh, yeah, that's really a, tough. That's a tough one. It's just I I saw it from the perspective of my mom. You know, um, yeah. my dad, luckily, you know, Alzheimer's patients can go all different ways. They can be afraid and confused. Uh, my friend, his his grandmother would just like try to escape the house every night and run away and take her clothes off and be in the neighbor's lawn. Mm-hmm. You know, this is stressful. This is not something that they can deal with. You know, they, yeah. you know, and she would also see see scary stuff that wasn't there. Uh, And then I had another friend whose dad became very violent and he got kicked out of like six homes because he was like hitting and punching nurses. And I mean, this is thankfully my dad was just got nicer and nicer and sweeter and sweeter (laughs) and just like, oh, he's just my grandma, too, you know, but that has nothing to do with their real character as far as like if they do turn violent or scared, it's a disease. And it just it's so much for people. It really is. It's so, so much. And, you know, it's one thing if you just automatically, you know, with some memory issues, just put them somewhere. But this is somebody who's tried and tried her best. And now it's to a point, I think, where. Yeah. yeah, that has to be a consideration. Yeah, it just yeah. Has I think to be. he just said, "Could you consider this?" Yes, it's just, and maybe he did say it's a burden, and maybe it's the use of that word that maybe triggered yeah. her. But I think that's it, it's the harshness of that word and what what people think it represents yeah. and what it what it means to people. This situation, it's not even what it's doing to necessarily her. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I look at it 
I keep going back to the kid being scared of grandma. Yes. You don't mm. want... The, and really? He, yeah. And the kid's old enough to now remember that. You don't want all the memories to be terror. Yes. Even though as the kid gets older, I think they'll they'll learn that, hey, that's not really what grandma was like. But it's going to be tough to get rid of that and get that out of your your head and those mental images. And then what it's doing to the husband mm-hmm. who's seeing this. So, and then you could visit grandma in a place where she's being taken care of. And Correct. It's also, I think, a big cultural thing, too. A big difference, um, depending on you know who you ask. Too, uh, my husband would say, "Yeah, you just you take care of the old folks, and they they die at home." Yeah, he d- didn't really understand a lot of this nursing care deal. Yeah, the long term. Yep, the long term yeah. care facilities right. that we have here in the states. He's like, they just stay home, and you yep. know, just it, everyone steps up, and maybe that's another, maybe that's a wake up call for the brothers too. True, lots of good stuff. Thank you guys all for your thoughts. Am I the ass hat every Monday and Wednesday here on the show? When we come back, the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Jason and Alexis, it's Sterler time. Alexis, Dawn, and Ross with you this morning. Jason's and Kenny, both off. Dawn, what you got? Oh, I've got to talk about Erica Jane. It's gone beyond just us talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. These videos have gone viral, and it's for tonight's show. Oh, I'm going to play you a clip. Um, So Garcelle's party is still going on, her birthday party. Her son Oliver is there, who is a grown-ass man. (laughs) And he has some kids, and he is uh, with his partner. So um, Erica starts hitting on him. Do you want to hear the clip? (gasps) Yes. Yes. Garcelle, his mother, is standing there. Your boy Oliver is hot. We were just wondering. (laughs) She's trying to hit on your son. What the leg lift is happening over there? (laughs) Oliver, I'm asking... Are you married? Are you committed? Yes, he's married. I, I am, committed. I am married. He's got four children. Have your baby mama contact me on my DMs. We can get it in three ways. It's all good. Oh, my God! Oh, 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 oh Oliver! Yeah. You're yes! Yes! Your mother is calling you. Oliver, be a man and come sit here. Oh. Sit down. Yes. Hold on one second. Okay. What's up? We just want to bullshit with you for five seconds. Go ahead. Where's your mom? She's over there. We heard a lot about you. Did you? Yeah. We Good did. Things. Honey? Yeah. Let's go. No, wait. Is it time? I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sweetheart, yeah. I'm talking. I get it. Let your hair down, have a good time. But this doesn't feel like that. This feels like take a moment, reassess your life. What's happening? Where are you going? This is not okay. I love you. However, happy birthday. Yes, I'm leaving. Nice love- oh I'll my God, he shut me down. I'll see you again. Yeah. yeah. I know. You got are you sure? Uh, you sure you know that? Yeah. First of all, you don't want these flowers? You don't want your, your flowers? Sure. Okay, here. <laughs> okay, then the oh. thing that, that actually, so that went on. Then Jax, her other son, who's 14, comes up. Oh, no. And just to get the flowers from the table, the beautiful bouquet to take home. And she says, get the F out of here to Jax. What? <gasps> Erica Jane's like, what are you doing? Get the F out of here. Then Kyle is retelling <laughs> the story to Mauricio. And Mauricio, her husband, of course, is laughing and and thinks it's great. Oh, my god! PK also thinks it's great. Kyle's getting heat for laughing about the situation. It's going to be a great show tonight. Oh, my gosh. There's so much in that. I know. This is perfect for the show. 
And she's such a mess. I love it. She is. She is just a train wreck. But then with Garcelle to see that and to hear that. And then, yeah, the 14-year-old, that is that is not good. I hope she apologized for that. But there's a line in there that I cannot wait to start using. What the leg lift? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, she had her. So uh, what you don't see, which there. I just tweeted out the clip of this. Oh, good. Is that um, she is wrapped up in Dorit like they are intertwined. And then she, uh, Erica Jane lifts her leg up to, I mean, all of her business is probably out there. And yeah, so Garcelle said, what the leg lift is that? <laughs> <laughs> so juicy. I think that Jax is okay. He's 14. Yeah. He's heard the F word. And plus it's just, I think it's just going to reinforce to him. Don't get sloppy drunk when you grow up. Yeah, it's that's probably a, a good thing to moment. see. Or stay away from women like this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Don. In all negatives, find the positive. That's what Don McQuain does. Oh my gosh. Uh, but but as a viewer, it's so entertaining. Oh my gosh. I know that these are real people, but I'm sorry. I can't wait for tonight. Don, I totally agree. How would you feel, though, if a guy came up and started talking about how hot and beautiful your daughter is? Would you feel uncomfortable or would it be kind of more just like hilarious? Um. Well, my daughter's 30, so it would probably just be it depends on what kind of guy he was okay well i mean that's i mean true. she is straight up giving him blank well, me eyes right well and she's she'd be married yeah, with I, kids i and, wouldn't like it yeah. i wouldn't like it i'll tell you that right now i'm like uh you're coming home with me yeah time Which to go she brought oliver home with her she's like come on oliver yeah, yeah. i feel dirty just listening to that i need Aww. a shower that wasn't your weekend then? That, that, was, that, was, that was rough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, RuPaul's Drag Race next. Oh, man. We've got Christmas and knitting on RuPaul's Drag Race. Two of my favorite things combined. Uh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis. <laughs> the morning. Alexis, Don, and Ross with you this morning. Jason and Kenny both off this morning. Uh, but before we do that, got to read this email. Because, uh, Don, it sounds like we need to go see Minions, the new Minions movie. Oh, yeah. Did you see this email from Marie? Maybe. Okay, this is so cute. She says, I'm not sure if you guys have talked about the new Minions movie or not. She just went the other day and she said she laughed at one part so much because she thought about us in the middle of it. The Carpenter's Goodbye to Love was in there and started playing. That's our sad song, a Palooza song that we do every Valentine's Day. That's the top sad song. Yeah, we always try to beat that song and oh man, that. The voice of an angel. Do you know that song, Ross? I oh. actually don't, which surprises me. So let me pull it up for you. But yeah, while you're so doing, it's in it. She says it's in it. She says I probably laughed a little too hard when I first heard it, but there it was. She said she just had to share because, of course, she thought about the three of us, which is awesome. Oh God! Thank you, Marie M, for that. Because now, I mean, I was gonna see it anyway. I didn't know if. A two and a half year olds too early to bring to the theater. We'll oh. probably wait for it. Yeah. Don't they have morning but, shows? They have like oh, where they can run around and stuff. I should look into that. Minions are so the cute. Children's theater does stuff like that, and that's been really fun. Oh yeah, we love the minions. Oh, so cute. They're a darling. Too close to home, huh? Oh my god. 
<laughs> it's so depressing. I'm in really pain is. over here. Oh my god, I don't want to live or die. I mean, and then the sad double layer of that she passed away. Oh, what a Karen great Carpenter. voice, though. What oh, a great voice. Oh, an angel, really, truly, oh, truly, and unique. You oh. know, she didn't sound like everybody else. No. Oh, uh, but yeah, that is the, if you can beat that sad song, we do this every Valentine's Day and we play sad songs. But that one just always comes out with gold. Oh, wow. Well, let's um, move on to something side of that. Right. We've got RuPaul's Drag Race and our girl Raja. Oh, right. It was time. For her to win. Oh my gosh, this was such a good episode. It's a sing-along segment, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, so they had a whole play musical, well it's not really musical. It wasn't a musical. It wasn't a musical, we just, I just kind of turned it in there for a second, but about Christmas and the elves and the Vivian was amazing as well. I think they nailed it with the top two. Do you feel that way, Yes, I was so glad. There were so many people to choose from that did such a great job and yes but uh she needs to her time to shine like her her uh, her outfit was just amazing and i'm really glad she won the lip sync was amazing oh raja yes i think she is so beautiful no makeup i mean yes she has on a ton of makeup but it's natural makeup and just her hair is gorgeous silver and she's tall like that outfit that she just came in the workroom in with the black hat i'm like you could just go to milan right now and just walk the streets i mean so chic yes let alone her knitting outfit i saw a lot of tweets about wait what's that even knitting yes it was the body was knitted and then she had these really cool like rings around her arm that went down and just oh i mean that's met gala right there absolutely now the vivian amazing too that (sighs) dress that was all knitted it looked like one of those big huge blankets (sighs) yes it was so elegant she had the needles sticking out like they were size like 20 oh sticking out of her bun on her head and then her performance of course was amazing during the christmas play and she talked about the word for vagina she said i'm just gonna say it do it just like she's like and my sweaty minge in this, oh. mitt, in this mitt i mean she was hot that was straight 100 percent wool for sure yeah about, i can't like, imagine a weighted blanket how every hot everybody was in those costumes and then they had to stand there and watch their performance which was so funny and good oh my gosh yes so oh if you were this is the season to watch rupaul's drag race it's an all-star season seven all winners they're just this is drag at the top right I, here i also was really I really wanted Evie Oddly to win again. I know. I love because Evie. I just feel like she's so underrated right now and she's so quirky and weird and that deep laugh just cracks me oh. up so much. Yes. Oh, I love her and I loved her knitted outfit. Oh my gosh. Which she, she knitted it? her wig. That yes. she made the wig. She made everything herself. She hand dyed that in like a like a ombre ombre pattern that was nobody made it for her she did it all herself and she's very crafty i was like can we can we please i have a top three yeah (laughs) no kidding it was really really beautiful i felt very inspired as a knitter i'm like oh what can i make us yeah we can show up at the state fair or something don would you wear Ah! something i knit uh well 
if it's if it's really a if, if it's like a loose stitch on a top, I probably wouldn't. But <laughs> this is the photographer story we just talked about. I show up and do the Krabby Coffee Shop live, and I'm wearing a see-through knit <laughs> and Kenny yeah, has bosoms. Top. Yeah, Kenny would just be staring at my bosoms, as boosoms. he calls them. Bo- he has an extra O in there, doesn't he? Bosoms. <laughs> You took the idea right out of my mouth, Alexis. Would you wear something made by me? Perhaps, yeah. It depends on on what it is, but what if... committed. I I think Dawn has to because, (laughs) you know, she's a regular part of the show. It would be tasteful. What if you and Jason and Dawn all just showed up one day, Mm -hmm. did a show... Full knitted clothing. Oh, start on it now, girl. You got a couple. I gotta minutes. start going. It's Christmas yeah. in July. <laughs> and, and Dawn's gonna need to see a few things before she decides. So it can't just be one oh, thing. Oh, right. Yeah, I gotta get approval for sure. I thought you were gonna go straight naked. I was gonna I, go. No, 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 no. Nobody no, no. needs to see that. No, 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 no. I no. will tell you. Uh, I feel like I could commit to wearing something you knitted. Okay. I would trust this you is, enough. Uh, you've committed. Yeah. Let's see. The State Fair, August 25th. They have a countdown. I always love to see this. Yeah. 49 days. Oh, my gosh. 20, that gives me anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's coming. 49 days, 21 hours, 19 minutes. We got a lot to get ready minutes. for. <laughs> we do. Oh, oh it's, it's great. But then it also means summer's over, and we're just in the thick of it, feeling the humidity. And I'm so. always back here at the station anyway and running the board. Oh, so. oh that's right. Right. Okay. You know what, we always, no, I'm just thinking, like, okay, well, we'll figure that out. And also, we do our meet and greets after. Oh, That was yeah. probably back this year, don't you think? Yeah, I hope so. so this yeah. is where we get to meet the fans and That's take pics with them. That's when we can put them. the knitted gear on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we can make a thong and then someone walks away. We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to unroll. Un- what was the, oh, gosh, that's that great Weezer song. If you want to destroy what, uh, my, my sweater, sweater, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Pull this thread as, as I, I walk away. away. As I walk away. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he loves to sing out. I love it. Watch me unravel. <laughs> How much longer you'll do see, I need to go? You'll see okay, me what? Naked. There you go. Lying right. on the floor. <laughs> on that note, let's take a break. When we come back, would you... Like a new job, and that job is to go to Vegas and review buffets. Oh, ooh, ooh! Let us know. Thirteen years, Livia has helped thousands of people lose weight and change their lives for the better. Hey, it's Don McLean. I'm one of those people. I have been on the Livia program, uh, and I have lost a total of thirty pounds. I've maintained that weight loss, and it just was a great experience for me. Uh, losing the weight was easy on my own. I wasn't doing a good job, so I needed the guidance. I needed that one-on-one personalized attention that everybody gets at Livia. And right now, they have a simple Simple start plan for just $59. With the plan, you're going to get that one-on-one support. These are professionals. They're dietitians and nutritionists that are registered, and it's doctor-recommended. So please give them a call. Ask them about that uh, $59 Simple Start plan, and you can do that at Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com, or call 855-GO-LIVIA. Say, I heard about this Simple Start plan from Don McLean for $59, and they will give it to you. Livia voted. Minnesota's best weight loss program. Book club. Are you someone who absolutely goes to town at the buffet table? I might have a job for you. 
Before we do that, though, Jason and Alexis in the morning, my talk 1071. Alexis, Don and Ross with you. Jason and Kenny off this morning. Oh, good for them. Yes, they're <laughs> off. Right. <laughs> or if you're wondering, where the heck are they? Vacation. Kenny won't tell you Jason's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, where's Jason at this well, point? Well, I mean, we could see on his Instagram immediately. Actually, he's probably listening to the show, and we could just say, hey, where are oh, you? Oh, he is. Hi, Jason. <laughs> hey, Jason. He does. He listens, you know, uh, periodically from yeah. time to time. I don't do that on vacation. I don't either. I don't no. know what's happened. When I come back, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, where out. am I? Yep. Yep. I would like to very quickly publicly thank Jason for letting me uh, grace these airways. Oh, yeah. Oh, it airwaves. had nothing to do with yeah. it. It was us. Come we on, invited you. Well, no, I know it was you guys, but I feel like that's the polite, that's the diplomatic uh, thing to do, <laughs> oh, right? I see, nice I see. Yes. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> hey, we also have an update, too, on the medical recovery fund for Chef yes. Justin Sutherland. Something happened over the weekend. Yeah, he was... Boating, like a lot of us do on the 4th of July weekend. And his, uh, the story, as we read earlier this morning, his hat fell off. He was he, the captain. Yep, he was the captain of the boat. He reached in to grab his hat and ended up hurting himself in the boat motor. And the damage is pretty severe, but he's going to make a, He's going to make a full recovery is what it sounds like. But uninsured, and he needs our help. And a lot of us have pitched in and done so. So when we mention this story... Earlier this morning in the six o'clock hour, he was just under fifty thousand. Yeah. This GoFundMe has now skyrocketed up to over sixty grand, awesome. and we know for a fact some my talkers have pitched in. So a big thank you to them for doing so. Just a tough story, and again, another one of those things that we talk about. This could happen to anybody. It really could, yeah. and it's just such a an odd freak accident to have happen. And this could happen to literally you, me, or somebody in our family, and we would want help, too, if if they were in this exact same situation. So if you can, if you feel led to do so, you can check that out. I think, Dawn, did you put it on the show page? Is that what you said Alexis earlier? Did it. Alexis yeah, she does did that, it. Because I have a lot of things to do. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, I put it, I put it up. She it's helps. Up there, so. She helps a lot. And it's then a, you were. Go fund me. You were locked in the studio earlier today, too. We saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting, like, really weird out there. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, they've painted all around the door, so that's good. i got to be careful when I'm running back and forth. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we're good. Don't touch the walls. A brand-new office remodel, and we're very, very excited. It's underway. Another thing. Are you a buffet fan, Ross? Do you I, like buffets? I, I do if it's a Chinese food buffet. Oh, it I, yeah, it matters to me. Okay. So, you know, they're, they're, you know I, I'm not going to name names of a company, but there's a, a, a company that was around for the longest time, and they had a buffet uh-huh. where you, uh, you, and they were a chain. You could get a bunch of different food there. Yes. But most buffets, if they can offer you a bunch of different food, it's not, I'm not saying it's low quality food, but it's not the best that you'll ever They're find. They're not doing everything oh, There's right. criteria. Correct. But ah. if I can get mass amounts of chicken fried rice, pork fried <laughs> rice, sesame chicken, chicken chow mein, egg, egg rolls. rolls. Oh, you're speaking my language. Yeah. All those things uh, are my top things. Oh, I'm all oh, in on that. Sesame chicken. Oh, yum. Sesame chicken, so good. Oh. And. And I'll say this, a lot of casinos do a really good job with their buffets. Right. Okay, well, I'm glad you brought this up because it's casinos. Four casinos in Vegas, specifically the Bellagio. Okay. 
Caesar's Palace, the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, and Win Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Time to play the number two. They want to hire someone to get paid to go to these buffets, try them out, write a review. They're going to pay you $500. They're going to put you up at a Las Vegas casino hotel for four nights. So you're not doing it in one day. You can bring a friend or a sweet honey, hit the buffets together. Ooh. And then once How romantic, just <laughs> stuffing your face with ju- that's food. That's just what marriage is, isn't it? That's what I've heard. <laughs> well, we want to go out to eat. <laughs> Let's just, we don't get to that often. Let's go. Let's gorge. Yeah. Well, you could do that four nights in a row. They're also going to provide $1,000 spending money for you to use between your trips at the buffet. Um, and they are also throwing in, especially if you your clothes don't fit anymore, no. uh, Lululemon sweatpants. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those are a great value. Those are expensive. Or yeah. not a good value, but they're really great. <laughs> Let's not downplay. Let's not downplay that spending cash, because if you do Vegas right, you can walk home with some of that money in oh, your you pocket. Oh, you can win it. That's yes. true. Yeah. Well, in you have pocket. until uh, the end of the month. I people say that. <laughs> in your pocket. In cash your pocket. in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. You have until the end of the month to apply uh, you also have to write in 25 words or less why you are the perfect buffet tester you have to be 21 years old are you going to apply should we put one together as a show i might <laughs> i might apply yeah but the 25 words matter that's what that's what is oh, going to hook sure. them. brevity is key you yeah you funny. have to have discerning taste as well you can't just be Somebody who's going to like everything. Exactly. Now, I like food a lot. I like a lot of different foods. I love a smorgasbord. You know, and just a charcuterie a, board. And a charcuterie board. I love it. I love it. I love it. Buffet scare me, though, because... Yeah, how long has I, it been sitting there? Well, no, it's not even that, because that e- doesn't even bother me. It's the fact that I feel pressure when I go to a buffet. I can't just have one plate, and that one plate has mountains of food, and then the second one. So it's really about portion control and just feeling bloated the whole time. Yeah. You think it's great you're going to have someone there with you, but you're going to be gassy and sweaty. You're going to have meat sweats. Oh. You're going to be rolling down the halls, <laughs> let alone trying to sit and play a game if a buffet is done right you immediately go home you shower and then you sleep for 12 hours well that's what that's- i'm saying you're not gonna enjoy the strip oh, you need to gamble before you go yeah. to the buffet the lunch right. buffet is a bad idea the dinner buffet is how i get to sleep at night right. Yeah, that's right, right. gorgeous yeah pass out. used to be cocktails now i'm like nope can't do that sesame so. chicken yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh! And plates of I it. Wish. Now, Don, I know you're on Livia, which is a fantastic yeah. plan and uh, just great. But if that wasn't in the cards here, <laughs> yeah. would this be something you'd be down for? Absolutely. I yeah. knew it. I, I knew it. I take little plates. I I feel very guilty oh, because I know that. Um, that the proprietors do not like just to waste food and just go oh, take this plate with a full. I get little plates and I'll do a little at a time and I go up like uh, ten times. Yeah, that's you know? probably the way to do it because you're getting little portions. You're trying everything. You could do a nice review. Yeah. Okay. Award-winning idea for somebody free of charge, but please give me some money if you make a lot of money off of it. <laughs> What's oh, that? A restaurant called Little Plate. Oh. 
then you just give small portions. Oh, it's just a tapas bar. That's all it is. That's cute. Thank you for all letting right. me be here again. Thank you so much, Ross. We'll see you tomorrow. My talkers, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. You be you. Don and Steve up next.